shit. Welcome back, welcome back, episode 197, Relative Sports Talk. Thank you for listening on Spotify, watching us live on YouTube, and check us out on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at Relative Pod. Man, I tell you what, we got the producer back in the house. Look how crisp everything looks. Oh my God, Jared, it's crazy out here. You know, I'm hopeful for my commanders. We'll see what's going to happen. I know we can't do it this year, but we'll see what's going to happen. Love for Kobe Bean and Big Al and all the love right there for my mama. I think we got a special guest in the house. We got KC's finest, Mr. Brian Jones. What's good, Brian? Hey, yo. What's going on, man? It's good, man. Just hanging out, man. It's lovely Friday night. Holiday season. Christmas around the corner, man. Let's get it. It is the holiday season. Tis the season. Tis the season for me to get in your ass on roll. <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> Yo, but hey, man, I got my man Brian. I got the producer in the house. I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I got candy canes everywhere. My tree's up. We're going to talk about some things today. We're going to talk about the Thursday game from last night, the NFL, the playoff pushes, the holiday games going on, comings and goings, and we're going to throw a little flavor in there with our Christmas favorite, like movies, our top three, top three, like edibles, not edibles like those edibles, like anything you can eat or drink during the holiday season, you know what I'm saying? Now, if somebody gave me some edible cookies on Christmas, hey, you can blend that in if you need to, you know what I'm saying? Then I want to know your Christmas spirit meter, because I've seen some people go all the way to 10, they got the, they got the leggings on with the Christmas stuff, with the hat on, their, their cars got the reefs on it, all that, or we got some people that you drive by the house is darker than what it usually is. And they ain't even had, trying to have it with Ba Humbug on their mailbox. You know what I'm saying? So I want to see how we're feeling. So me, Brian, and the producer, Jared, we're going to give our insights throughout the show. But I'll tell you what, man. Before we start the show with the NFL, I want to talk about some baseball news. And I don't talk about baseball news. We didn't do big time storyline. We're not done yet, man. Oh, Let shit. me do this shit. Woo. You do what you do and I do what I do. Oh, my goodness. He, don't, don't get me wrong. He's great at what he does. I'm not too bad either, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but as I'm saying, I want to start with baseball, and everybody knows me. I'm not the world's <laughs> biggest baseball dude anymore because when you're a Mets fan, <sighs> and fantasy baseball is too long and too much for me, I want to rely on some other people to help me out. I'm blessed to have the producer who is also a Mets fan, as you see my Mets Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. You ain't bring the chair. Come on, man. Bring the chair, man. So I'm going to ask the producer to get from behind the scenes because I am frustrated right now. We got new ownership last year, and I'm like, yo, we spending money. We out here doing it, Mets. Mets Nation, we going to do it. And it ended the same way as it usually does. I'm sitting here looking like, I know we ain't going to get Otani, Otani, whatever, whatever. But there's other Japanese superstars that I thought we would get. What's, how you pronounce his name, Dick? Yamamoto. What is it? Yamamoto. Yamamoto! I thought for sure we was getting him, yo! I thought so, too. But the Dodgers grabbed him again. The Dodgers grabbed him also. I'm sitting here pissed off. I know I'm a Laker fan, so Magic Johnson's affiliated with them. And he's affiliated with my, my Redskins, too. So, I can't be too mad. 
that shit, man. I want the Mets to do something. Tell me how the hell did the Dodgers get both of them? Well, my theory is, first of all, they got something we don't have, and that's sunshine, right? Like that's we true. get we get the cold weathers. They they don't get that cold weather. But I think what else they we got have? Chinatown. Uh, oh, wait a minute. They're Japanese. Never mind. No offense, guys. <laughs> I think um, something else uh, that they have that. That's I think something else that they have that we don't have as of yet is a proven track record of making it to the playoffs, making deep pushes, and and being able to do that year in and year out. I think if this was, you know, the beginning of 2023 season, we could have landed one of those guys, one of them. But after we spent all that money last season and landed flat on our faces, I think it was a no-go for both of them that way. What do you think, Brian? I mean, I tend to agree. Like I said, the Mets pretty much last last off season put all all their chips in the middle of the table. Went out there and spent all that money, and then come the All Star break, it was like, okay, Verlander, you got to go. Uh, and win a ring, you got to go. Max, you got to go. And then, and then for some reason, inexplicably, you fired your manager, which I, I'm still scrapping my head on that one. So yeah, nah, what gonna happen? I'm with you with that because I I was kind of. Why? Why so fast with that? You know what I mean? Huh, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Wait, wait, it was like the last week of the season. It was like he's fired. I'm like, wait, so y'all can't get to the last series of the season and then do this? But oh, we okay. can't get the Redskins to fire their manager, and we know he was going to get fired weeks ago. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh. Which we'll get to. Which we'll get to. Black Monday. See you later. So let me ask you a question, producer. Your baseball mind, and you know what I'm saying, the Yankees are what they were, whatever. They spent money and everybody hated them. The evil empire, everything like that. Is the Dodgers making these moves? Which would, they already got what? Mookie Betts? All these other they got They just all picked these up Juan players. Soto. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Yankees. I'm talking about the Dodgers. Okay. The Dodgers making their moves. Is that good for baseball? Or is that? I don't know. Um, I mean, if you're a Dodgers fan, yeah, it makes life real, real good. That's branded. That's branded. As for the rest of us, I, I almost feel like that wealth needs to be spread around a little bit more so you don't always have, you know, the Dodgers and the Yankees constantly in there. The uh, the Astros as of late, they, they've built in-house. But, you know, we don't want to see everybody, right. the same teams going in every single year. We want to sp- be able to spread that wealth. So, I, I mean, I would lean probably like 40%. The other way, saying no, it's not. It's not great for. And us. I and I and I'm almost with you, but since we got KC's finest out here, and I saw the Royals, which is a small mid market organization, win and be contenders with players that have left them to get more money, and they ain't them out to shit. But when they were together, they were doing all right. They were doing all right. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when a Steelers wide receiver leaves, he don't them out to shit. You know what I mean? So. So, Brian, as a Kansas City Royal fan, I'm assuming. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering. You hesitated on that. I was like, I mean, But you know what I'm saying? I mean, we suck. I mean, what do you, I mean, what you want me to say? We suck. Yeah, but I'm looking at it like, I'm looking at the small market teams. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays are always kind of around. Kansas City, what, this, this decade has been around. The Astros are around. 
Twins be around. These small market teams in the AL seem like they, they survive longer than the small market teams in the NL. Because we see what the Padres are going through right now. They tried to put it all in on one, and then now they're loot. Basically, the trade that they made to get Soto, they lost out on all their stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not going to pretend like I know all that about baseball, but I still know some sports. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the rest of the team, the Pirates are never going to be any good, are they? I don't know. So, but the AL, I don't know why the AL is is it the designated hitter? Is that what it is? I don't know what it is. But why you do the AL small market teams? You got that in both leagues now. So, oh, that's, that's right. That's yeah, even off the table. Why are the small market or mid market teams the A's? Why do they seem to figure it out against these giant t- uh, money spending teams as opposed to the NL teams like that? Go ahead, Brian. I mean, sometimes, like I said, it's it's light in the bottle. It's a flash in the pan. Then I look at the Royals from 2013 to basically 2016. 2013, they built things up. 2014, they built things up again. You know, made the World Series. Came within 90, within 90 feet of basically winning Game 7 against the Giants. They won in the 2015. Then the next year, 2016... Still had a winning record, didn't make the playoffs, took a set back, and then everybody was like, Everybody gone. And then because you're the Florida Marlins all paid. over again. <laughs> yeah. They, left, they got paid, like you said. They they, they, they sucked after they left. And and, and, and they're drawing it back down. Same thing with Minnesota. A couple guys come in, get up, they want more money, they leave, it drowns back down. So it's, it, it's cyclical. As far as the Dodgers goes, they spent a billion dollars on like four players this offseason. And you still got Mookie Best, you still got Freeman, you still got Kershaw. If they lose in the first round this year. But it could happen. We know these things happen because the Braves are young and scary as hell. <laughs> I hate the Braves. Yeah. God, I hate the Braves. So so here's my thing. Here's my thing about it though. Here's my thing about it. Is this good for baseball because we have a villain? We have a villain to go after. When Houston got caught with the whole trash can thing and all that, more people tuned in because we want to hate on you. Everybody loves somebody they can they can point the finger at and yell at. Is that gonna be the Dodgers? That's that's kind of different. I mean, yeah, yeah. You got to look at like the mid-90s Yankees. Look at the Yankees from like 96, 98, 99, 2000. Everybody each year was like, yeah, they're going to lose. And then when they won it, they was like, damn, they won it again. And the next year, everybody else teamed to view more. People rebuilt their teams even more to go back and to go against them. So this man and this money is not a fail-safe for them to win. I think it will motivate other teams to be like, hey, we got to get them. We got to get them. And don't forget, Texas went out and spent a bunch of money on free agents, and, and they just won the World Series. Mm-hmm. So you can't even say you look at the Dodgers right now. Hell, Texas won a championship. They're the ones everybody need to be looking at like, hey, they, they, they spent all this money on these guys. Oh, we got to go get them now. Because, but think about it. Texas, for a little while there, was kind of like, eh. You know what I mean? Texas no, wasn't no. like that. Yeah, they're, they're, they couldn't put a good team yeah, together. Yeah, Texas wasn't like that. But what they've done... Um, and to go back on to the, what we just touched on a moment ago, um, a lot of these like smaller market teams, they build from within. And then the moment that cream rises to the top, you get those powerhouses. Everybody picking like, shit. Like the Mets. Like the, like Don't the, say the, the Mets. We ain't picking shit. We've got the money now. We can say that, right? <laughs> they, but they, the Dodgers, the Yankees, they come and go, hey, 
you can't afford that guy anymore. We'll snatch him up. We'll take and him. And that's what happens. That's yep. what happens. So it's always this, you know, you're always trying to beat these guys like the Dodgers, right? And we'll use them as the example. And we'll use the Rangers, right? And Or the Twins. The Twins are a good example of this. They've built from within. And they've right. just gradually gotten better. And then the moment they get here... Boom. Somebody so, takes their So here's my question. Away. Here's my question. Here's my question, Brian. Here's my question. Because in baseball, we always see people that, that spend the teams that spend the most money or teams that don't. But it's still kind of competitive, kind of. In football, you can't do such and such. You might have a star here, star there, whatever, whatever. What would what's more compelling for you? The way football is drawn up or the way baseball is drawn up? I think, the way, I, think, I think the way baseball is drawn up because you really? have this acquired team every year that will, you know, come out of nowhere. You're like, where, hey, where are these guys coming from? That's and football. That's football. Arizona this year, Arizona lost 100 games two years ago. Mm-hmm. So did Texas. They both made the World Series. That's true. Rangers didn't even win 100 games last That's year. True. Or, That's true. That's uh, true. I don't think they won 80 games last year. That is very true, guys. That's very true. And that's and we spent 13 minutes on baseball. That might be a record for me. <laughs> um, producer, thank you for your insight. I told you you know your shit. Brian, you know your stuff. Um, I love it. I love doing improv stuff like that because it might stir the wheel of somebody else doing some conversations about it. And when the producer stops doing everything in the damn world, he'll have his show back. And he'll be talking baseball at least once or twice a week. That's the hope. Say something, Brian. <laughs> Hold on, Jerry. You got to come back over here. You got to come back over here. That's true. Because, look, okay. look, look, Brian, look. Look real quick. Look real quick. Hey, we talked about all the money. We talked about all the money and everything that's going on with everybody else and stuff. But they're different from us because on Relics of Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers to the local talent to the big time storylines. Local talent. Hey, local talent right here tomorrow. Bowl game. Favorite by one and a half against Air Force. I picked Air Force to win. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. That's JMU, James Madison University, who's also ranked number 20 in college basketball since you love college basketball so much because they got another win today. Here's the thing. James Madison is playing in the Armed Forces Bowl. They're they're, They're playing a service academy school. What is Kansas playing in? What's Kansas playing in? What's Kansas playing in? We're playing in the guaranteed rate bowl or some shit. The rape bowl? What did he say? The guaranteed rape bowl. The guaranteed rape bowl. What, you got a whole bunch of white women standing there with roofies in their drink? The guaranteed rape bowl. This isn't lacrosse. (laughs) No shit. This ain't Duke. Come on, man. Don't start dogging on JMU. Kansas ain't been doing nothing. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Y'all did have a big win over who? Oklahoma? Y'all beat Oklahoma. Yeah, y'all did do that. Whatever. Whatever. So let's get let's get to the winning. Since we talk about winning, we're going to talk about what happened last night. We saw the Rams play the Saints. And I don't know about you, but I looked at it like the Rams are supposed to be doo-doo. At the beginning of the year when we talked, we said the Rams were whack. Stafford hurt. Cooper Cup hurt. Aaron Donald retire. I don't know what's going on. What's going on? I don't know. What do you think about the Rams? I'll be honest. I thought I thought the Rams were like a four or five win team at the end of the season. And I, I mean, I look at them now, and I'm like, you know, if 
they they get in the playoffs, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to see them guys coming in. I wouldn't want to see him either. Uh, and we're going to stop talking about them because I'm going to bring it up later. I'm going to bring it up later. But on the other side, okay. because you were somebody who hated Baker Mayfield. I'll never let you live it down. You hate Baker Mayfield. I don't I hate him. I think, I think he's a bad quarterback. But. Well, well, here's my question for you. Will he be the QB1 next year for Tampa Bay? <laughs> Will he be? Right now, I would say yes. Right now you're saying yes. So here now I'm gonna go even further with this. We look at that division, NFC South. I'm not gonna do it yet. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait and tease you with it. I'm gonna wait and tease you with it. But I'm not gonna wait and tease my man C. Henry, C. Hen in Detroit. My man, my man, I'm wearing Matthew Stafford Detroit jersey just for you. But just so I can get in you, C. Hen. Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's supposed to be old, whatever, he's supposed to get traded. I'm calling it right now. The Rams, who are eight and seven, will make the playoffs, and they will go on the road, and they will play against the Detroit Lions. And Matthew Stafford is going to go in there and get a win against the team that held him in purgatory for so many years. Wow, that's the cherry on top. Winning the Super Bowl was already. He won the Super Bowl after he got out of there. That was already the Sunday. Now he's going to go back to Detroit, beat them in the playoffs. That's the cherry on top. He needs to go and retire after that game. What you think about that? You do realize the red light is on, right? So you knew you realize this is being recorded. So hey, I don't care. Detroit fans are going to quit this. And? and woo boy, I ain't ready to go that far. I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they'll play Detroit. They could play Detroit. They could play Detroit, but I tell you, the team they're going to be in the playoffs, and, and, and people are going to they're play either going to play Detroit or they're going to play the NFC South winner. I, 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 I thought they were play the four seed. The four seed is going to be what? The last division winner, which is going to be the NFC South. But I think Minnesota's going to get them, and they're going to get Detroit. They'll be Tampa. They're going to beat Detroit. They're going to get Detroit. But look, at the beginning of the season, we had a show where we went through all the divisions. So I'm going to skim through the divisions, and we're going to talk about the big-time storylines. We're not picking games. We're talking about the big-time storylines. So the AFC North, who everybody thought was going to be the cream of the crop, top division. We didn't know how many teams were going to make the playoffs. So I'm looking at that division. They lose Burrow in that division. You lose Pickett, even if that fucking matters. And then you lose Watson, the $200 million man. But they're all still alive for the playoffs. We'll get to the Ravens later. So as I'm going through that, the Cleveland is now 9-5. and five. They've won with four different starting quarterbacks. They're, play, they're facing a Houston team that's 8-6, and six, no Stroud. I call this the Coach of the Year game. What do you think about that? I like it. I also call, I, I, I'd also call it the loser goes home game because whoever loses this game can go ahead and pack it up and go home when they're done. Wow, that could that could be true. That could be true. But do you think that the winner of the coach of the year should come from this game? As much as I would love to give to, to, to D'Amico Ryan's, you got to look at Shane Steichen in Indianapolis, man. Come on, hey, really? Man, I, it, look at the coach. If, if you've seen the coach play football lately, 
I want to see them either in the playoffs in the AFC. I wouldn't want to see them boys come to town. So you think that the coach for the Colts has done a better job than the coach for Cleveland? I'm not saying that. I'm no, that's what you're saying. I said, who's going to win coach of the year right now? Who will win? Coach of the year. Dan Campbell's a contender. Shane Stack is a contender. But, uh, but didn't we think Detroit was going to be okay? I mean, right? We thought Detroit was going to be okay, right? Yeah, if you told, if, if I told you at the beginning of the season, if I told you at the beginning of the season, Cleveland, Deshaun Watson's not going to be there, and they're going to have four different quarterbacks, and and one of the quarterbacks is going to play the most snaps, and he was an XFL guy, and they're going to be nine and five. Would you believe me? I would believe you. And they cut. And, and they cut him. Who cares? They cut him. So what? They got DT. DT. Whatever. R. And they got Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, first off the couch. Who the Jets let go? <laughs> so oh, you that, say that you still say the Colts coach? Jesus Christ! I say. St- uh, Cleveland's coach should win hands down coach of the year. But stay in that division because we talked about the playoffs. We got the eight and six Bengals without Joe Burrow. And now they're without Jamar Chase. But they do got to chase. They got to chase Brown. And they're going against the Steelers who you've been you've been helping see him, you know, keep Mike Tomlin above water. They're seven to seven. They're starting Mason Rudolph. I guess because it's Christmas time. We, we have Rudolph out here. Rudolph's out here going to get destroyed. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Is Mike Tomlin, is, is he under fire right now? Because you, you've been somebody saying don't fire. As much as he said, yeah, he's under fire. He, he, he may want him getting fired at this point, unfortunately. Or do you think that Mike Tomlin might say, let's mutually part ways and I'm going to go take the Chargers job? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got, he's got a year left in his deal. He ain't doing that. That'd that, that have to be a trade. But I, but I, I think I think that these last three games, if they don't win at least two of them, he, he, he he's going to be relieved of his duties. Unfortunately, is this the year that the Steelers go below five hundred? Yes, it is. This is the year. Definitely. This is the this year. Is the year. Wow. All right, so let's go to the next division that we thought would be the second highest, the AFC East. We talked about the Jets, Bills, Patriots, and Miami. Miami's up there. They're doing their things. They ten and four, but they who have they really beat? Who have they really beat? You know what I'm saying? The Bills on a rise. I picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl right now. I got a future bet with them winning Super Bowl. My thing is, who wins the division? Miami or Buffalo? Buffalo. You got Buffalo. Will Miami miss the playoffs? Miami ain't winning Sunday, so I mean Buffalo. Who ain't winning Sunday? The golf is eight. I agree with you. I agree with you. We'll get to that. Will Miami miss the playoffs? There's about a 50% chance that yeah, they can. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? Wow. The other team in the division, the Patriots. We've heard rumors. We've heard whatever. Bill Belichick got a two-year extension. Wasn't that kind of weird like five, six weeks ago? And now they talk about he's gone. Is this the final primetime game for Bill Belichick? As a Patriots coach, yes, and it should be. He's gone. I said, I said eight weeks ago, and I tweeted it out. I can show you the tweet. I said nobody else said. I said the Patriots, the Patriots need to fire Bill Belichick. It's time. It's time. You have you you have Roy Mac Jones, 
You have no offensive line. You have no offensive talent. Your defense plays good some weeks. They're subpar the next. They have no talent on there. You you have basically, outside of Tom Brady, what have you done in, in New England? So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this then. If he is let go or gone, where would be the best play, place for him to go? Washington Commanders. I was scared you were going to say that because I keep hearing that shit. I keep hearing that shit. And I don't know if I like that or not. I just don't know. I just don't know. He's a defensive head coach. He's a defensive head coach. So is Ron Rivera. What the fuck that mean? Was it? So is Ron Rivera. What that mean? Okay. Ron Rivera should have... Shouldn't should have been coaching past Carolina, but we won't get into that yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely right. <laughs> I think that Bill Belichick's defensive pedigree can actually help help to improve that defense. Should they get a couple more pieces? Sam, what's going to help us improve our defense is not giving away our star players. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I mean, that's what the front office. You got to talk, you, you talk to your GM about that. He needs to be fired too. Well, Bill Belichick want to be all of it. He want to be everybody. He want to be everything. He want Bill Belichick want it all. You know what I'm saying? Nope, wouldn't do it. Nope, wouldn't do it. I told him I, I, I would tell Bill Fern with any organization I hire in, you're coming in to be the head coach. I'm going to bring in a, 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 a football operations guy or a general manager. You ain't picking no players. The last two Pro Bowl players you have picked in the past ten years have been have been a punt returner and a punter. Do you think that he would humble That's himself it. to do that with a Washington team? His his go ahead, producer. Go ahead, Ron Rivera. Chose to use a trade that we gained from another team, another uh, pick from another team on a long snapper. And we just got rid of him because he couldn't long snap. Just throwing that out there. Wait, that was the guy? Oh, he got me for a pick. He should have been part of the Oh, come on, man. That was a Ron Rivera move. I mean, so you gave him a draft pick. Hold on. You gave him a draft pick to get a long snapper. Yes. And then. You didn't cut set long snapper and you still lose your pick. Yeah. That's what he just said, Parakeet. Fire. Fire. He should have been fired. Fire. He should have been fired. But here's my thing. You bring Bill Belichick right now. He's done everything he can do except for beat Don Shula's record. He's still looked upon by anybody that matters and cares about their whole saga in New England as Tom Brady got a ring without you. What are you going to do without him? Why would the fuck would you come to the Commanders? He's going to go to a team like the Chargers and build up that defense when you got the offensive talent on the other side to make things happen. I can see that more. I can see that more, though. The Los Angeles Chargers are $63 million over the cap. They're going to have to let go of a lot of good players. Eckler's gone. I think Bill, I, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Bosa. Not Keenan Allen. Uh, they might let Mike Williams go. He got. He signed that big ass contract. They, they might let him, you know, if you look at the cap number, they might let them both go. Derwin James gonna be gone. What did he do anyway? So Ed what? So what? I saw Bill Belichick lead a right. defense with people I never heard of until they were part of Bill Belichick's defense. That's gonna be the five win team next season. If he want to catch Shula, he better not go there. He better not go. Hold there. on. He'll never Hold on. Go to Los what are we gonna do? Did he say the Chargers gonna be a five win team? <laughs> Again, 
Look at all their free agents and look over there over the, over the cap next year. It's going to be a five-win team. That's because you're a Kansas City fan. It could be Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, me, you, and three guys down the street. It don't matter. It's a five-win team next year. I understand you're a Kansas City fan. You're a Chiefs fan. And you're, no, ho- I'm being honest. And you're hoping that all these receivers, all these receivers that you let go, wind up sneaking their way to Kansas City because y'all can't catch shit but a cold, son. Y'all can't catch nothing. What is going on? What is going that. on with Here your team go. right now? What is going on? Patrick Mahomes out here crying. His wife's crying because Taylor Swift's getting all the publicity. Travis Kelsey's a pussy now. He can't. Even, he falls down. He's like, "Oh, rap me, Taylor Swift." This guy, he used to be a rocket. Yo, he hey, used to man, run through people. He used to run over people. He used to do all these things. Now this mug's getting hurt every five seconds. He's getting hurt. I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. I don't. Oh, don't try to play that, dude. Did he look the same as last year to this year? No. Okay then. Tell the truth. I mean, tell the he, truth. He, he, he got old. He got old in eight months. Yeah. <laughs> he was old last year. Did he look old last year? Did he look old last year? Did anybody say he looked old? Did anybody say he looked old last year? I'm waiting. Go ahead. No. Okay, so now now he's old. That's the reason why things are happening the way they are. He's not old. He's been battling injuries. He's been battling injuries. You you just won't let it go, will you? Guess what? It's over. Kansas City's over. What do you mean? It's over. It's over. If we went out. No, no, no. No, no, If we went out. If Baltimore loses a game, but they're gonna lose they're gonna lose on the San Francisco, by the way, so that's that loss right there. And if Miami loses two games, which would be Dallas and Baltimore, which could happen. Who gets the one seed? Oh, that would be those guys that play one ever head. And you need to have the one seed. Bring them on, Brian. Brian. Does Kansas City, in your opinion, have to get the one seed to get back to the Super Bowl? Yes. So if they don't get the one seed, you're saying your team will not make it. That's what you're saying. You just I'm said that. that. You just said I'm that. No. If we get the one seed, you will be one seed. Okay, good. It's going to make it a little bit harder for us to get there, but I think we can still do it. Uh, we all think we still can do it. You already answered the question. You said, I said, do you have to get the one seed to make the Super Bowl? You said yes. You said yes. I can rewind the tape. Don't don't forget. You got it on wax, baby. It's on wax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you on wax. Still talking about how Matthew Stafford's going to be the king of Detroit and going to pick the Lions. So you think that, hold on. Hold on. You think that's far-fetched that the, if the Rams play the Lions in the playoffs, you already said nobody wants to play the Rams in the playoffs, and we saw a suspect the Lions are. The Lions, to, they I'm win a game, lose a game. Win a game, lose a game. The Rams, the Lions, the Cowboys, Miami, they're all the same breed. They're all the same breed. They all can lose to anybody. Period. Right? Very true. Yeah, very true, right? And you, you said, rewind the tape, you said, don't nobody want to play the Rams in the playoffs. 
But I don't think they'll beat Detroit. I don't think they will. I mean, I'm just saying what you said, baby. I'm letting you say it. You spit it I out. I don't want to play the Rams, but I, but I also think that, that the Lions will beat them in the playoffs, though. Really? So, if the Chiefs made it to the Super Bowl, who would you rather play? The Lions or the Rams? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Case closed. Hold on, hold on. I didn't say if they would or not. I said, first of all, I don't think your team's going to make it at all. But let's say you did make it. And you got to choose. Hold on, hold on. You, no, see, you keep deflecting the question. Oh, man. I'm be so happy if we win it. Why are you deflecting? Brian, 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 let's say the Chiefs do make the Super Bowl. And this is your Christmas wish. You get to choose which team out of the Rams or the Lions. You get to play for that ring and that Lombardi trophy. No, no, stop doing that. Stop doing that. You got to pick one of the two. Which one would you rather play? Give me the Lions. Thank you. That's what I'm fucking saying. Stop, stop doing that to me then. That's what I already said. It's the Rams. See? I let you put your foot in your mouth. I didn't. I just helped ease it up in there. Speaking about easing up in there, I want to talk about some Christmas stuff because Christmas time, just like Thanksgiving and Halloween, everybody's got their own food or drinks that go with the holidays. What is your number three choice for your top out of your top three edible things? For Christmas or the holiday season. What you got, Brian? Number three. Just number three. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Hey, that's a good one. I didn't even think about cheesecake. But I can get cheesecake any damn time, dude. What's so special about cheesecake on Christmas? I miss it, but the only time I really eat it is... Oh, so you just eat it on that time. I got you. You probably only eat stuffing on Thanksgiving? I do. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And I like stuffing, too. That's crazy. Why do I only eat it on Thanksgiving and I like stuffing? I need to eat that shit way more often. I know. I'm sitting here like, I've been missing out. (laughs) All right, producer. My mom cooks it two times out of the year. She cooks it. Well, well, she's out of town this year, but Christmas, Thanksgiving, that's it. That's crazy. Not on on a Sunday, not, hey, come over and eat. I'm cooking. I'm I'm fixing this Christmas and Thanksgiving. Only time you're going to see it. That's dope. That's dope. Our producer, what's your number three on your top three edible holiday? Number three, this is something that a lot of people hand out in a tin, so I eat a lot of it. Chocolate-covered pretzels. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> I was going, <laughs> look, I went a whole different way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it's something that can be eaten all year long. But I get the most of it in a tin. I like that. During Christmas. I like that. Chocolate covered pretzels. My number three is, is something that either you like it or you don't like it. I like it. It's eggnog. Eggnog is something eggnog. I make sure I not eat but drink during Christmas holiday season. Eggnog. I mean, you can throw a little shump shump in there too. You know what I'm saying? If you need to. Yeah, 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 or it's yeah. good by itself in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So that's my number three. <laughs> that's my number three. Alright, so what's your movie? I need your number three movie. Christmas movies everywhere. I don't want to hear Die Hard because it's not a Christmas movie. Go ahead, Brian. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Don't do that. It's not a Christmas movie. What's your number three movie? Don't say Die Hard. It's a Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life. Wow. 
That's classic stuff right Who's there, yo. Yeah, that's, that's classic. Oh, oh, when it when it blings, that means an angel got its wings. That movie, right? Yep. That's classic. I mean, you can't argue with a classic. Go ahead, producer. What you got is your third favorite Christmas movie. I got some weird movies on here. <laughs> oh shit. Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus in Fat Man. It was made in 2020. It is a violent Santa Claus. Fat Man? Fat Man. Love it. Mel Gibson. I've never seen it. Have you seen that, Brian? Never heard of that one. Never heard of that one. Might, might check it out, though. Listen, I, I, like, it down. I like when Santa Claus becomes violent. i seen a Santa Claus violent movie, but it wasn't Mel Gibson. My number three. My number three is just like Brian, a classic Home Alone. Can't go wrong with Home Alone. Mm-hmm. I, I like the whole aspect of everything. Every time I watch it, it's like I never watched it before. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But Home Alone is my number three. All right. Speaking of number three. Speaking of number three. The Colts were number three because Houston was on fire and the Jaguars were. But in the AFC South, Brian, the Jaguars seem like they're blowing it. Christian Kirk went out. Lawrence ain't going to play this, this week. The Colts, Minshew showing up. And now they got Jonathan Taylor back. Who's going to win the AFC South? Because the Texans, I feel like, without Stroud, they can't do it in Tank Dale. But I could be wrong. Who's going to win in AFC South, bro? As probabilistic as it sounds, I think the Jaguars will hold on by the skin of their teeth. The Jaguars are going to hold on. And you, and who, let's see. who now, they, they, they go on the road to play the Bucks this week. That's in Florida. They ain't no damn road game. That's like they try up. They go up the street. Okay. So you, who's their backup quarterback in Jacksonville? Um. Exactly. And you're picking him no, to no, win. No, no, no. I just saw him Monday night. Uh, he came in the Monday night game. Uh, it was by San Francisco. He played in Iowa. Who cares? Uh, CJ Beathard. CJ Beathard. You happy with that? I mean, he's serviceable. I mean, they're not going to win the game. He's serviceable, though. Okay, so if he doesn't win the game, then they're 8-7. and seven. The Colts play okay. Atlanta, and you think they're going to go on the road and win, which I think so, too. They're 9-6. And, and they'll be 8-7. and seven. No, the, the Colts are 8-6 and six right now. They'll be 9-6. I, I thought the Colts were 7-7. Seven seven. No, the Colts are 8-6. and six. They're 8-6. Oh. Just like Houston is also. But they got to play a game against yeah, Cleveland. They got hurt, man. That's, uh, boy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, as we're looking at it, so you're you're, you're still rolling with the Jaguars. I still think the Jaguars are finding a way to pull it off. And how's your coach of the year going to win coach of the year when his team ain't even win the damn division? I mean, what the fuck? None of your shit balances out. How do you fuck do you win bets, Brian? How do you keep winning bets? Because your stuff never balances out like that. All right, let's get to your division. We talked about Kansas City. I don't know why they crying so much. Y'all are playing at home against a Raider team. You're favored by double digits. But we saw what the Raiders just did, putting up all the numbers. We're not going to talk about the game. Is Antonio Pierce going to keep that coaching job? He should. I didn't say that. He He's in Vegas. The Super Bowl is going to be there. Tom Brady has a stake in the franchise. Will they keep somebody like Antonio Pierce to be their face? Here's the thing. Three seasons ago, a similar situation happened where John Gruden got exposed and they had Rich Versace. 
they let they let Versace go. They hired what was supposed to be the next offensive genius and Josh McDaniels. Again, he came in there and went to bed. I don't. Yeah, again, I know. Um, I don't think that that franchise or management will make the same mistake twice. Now, if there's a name like say Ben Johnson that's out there and they can get themselves a quarterback in the draft, different story. If it were me, I'd keep him. I'd keep him. I just don't know if they're going to keep somebody like Antonio Pierce who's a little rough around the edges. I feel like the players like him, but the whole upper management and the way you got to brand that franchise won't. But if they really went back to the rate, the Raiders, they should keep him. But he's going to be just like many of the other ones that will not keep their job, dude, that will not keep their job. Just letting you know, I just have a bad feeling about it, yo. Bad feeling about it. So, the other team in the division, Denver, who started off like doo-doo. Is it time for us to apologize to Russell Wilson? Hell no. So, you, th- you still you think he's garbage? Week? You saw that last week, right? He's not playing garbage. He's not. He's not playing garbage. However, that defense is been carrying that team. I mean, I think I think he's been doing okay. They're seven and seven right now. Are they gonna make the playoffs? No. They won't make the playoffs. No. You just hate the division. That's all it is. That's all that is. Cincinnati's in front of them. The Browns are in front of them. The the Colts. But they all could lose this week. They all could lose. They all could lose. Denver's playing the Patriots. I mean. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't see Denver. I don't see Denver losing, but I mean, again, wilder things have happened. It has been. You're crazy. You're right. Wilder things have happened. So I'm gonna go back to the NFC South. Who do, who do you think is gonna win that division? You picked Atlanta oh, before the year Atlanta. started. I picked Atlanta. And you then, sticking with that? Know, they, they took a dive, man. They don't know. They, they 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 finished, man. They got nine losses. They finished. Is it the Bucks? Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's the bus. I think I, I think what you saw last night from the Saints was probably their best effort, or I should say their last effort um, to uh, try to do something this season. Nah, it, it, it'll be the Bucks. So speaking of that, the Bucks, whose quarterback is Baker Mayfield, who is the QB one. My question to you, Brian, is if you took Baker Mayfield and put him on each team in the AFC South, could he make them the division winner? Carolina, hell no. Um, the Saints, probably, and the Falcons, definitely. So that's how good Baker Mayfield is doing right now. Yes. And you ain't giving him right no love. I've seen Cleveland. I've, I, I, I've seen Cleveland. I saw Cleveland almost fan. beat Kansas City in the playoffs this close. Their defense almost beat This close. Not, not him. Not him. This close. Their defense did. Is it a team game or not? Is it a team game or not? Is it a team game? They lost. They lost. I mean. Is it a team game? So when every wide receiver for Kansas City drops the ball or steps off sides and costs you a game, it's a team game. It affects Patrick Mahomes too. They lost. Not just the wide receivers. It's a team game. Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the NFC lost. East, I mean, the NFC East, 
Who are you worried about more? The Eagles, who now lost three straight, or or the Cowboys, who every time they get a win, they have a conquer. Who are you more concerned about heading closer to the playoffs? Honestly, I'm more worried about I'm more worried about Eagles. The Cowboys are more or less a predictable team. We already know Dallas' track record when it comes to the comes to playoffs. The lights get bright, and it's time to put your best foot forward. As we've seen in the last three years, they ain't gonna do it. I think Philadelphia. First of all, first of all, I think Jalen Hurts is more hurt than what he's letting on to what they want to say. With his knee or whatever open he had last Well, stop year. running the fucking ball then. The last game he was running and running and running like he's forced Gump out here. Stop running then. I know. I know, but but you can you can tell something's wrong with him. Offensively, they've gotten away from what made them great. They don't want to go to AJ Brown. They don't want to go to Smith. Don't go to they him don't. this week. I'm going to get some in fantasy shit. This is semifinals. <laughs> Speaking of semifinals, where are you at? Did you make the playoffs in the podcast league? Oh, no, I didn't make the playoffs. Not not your league, no. In the podcast league. You didn't make it? No, I didn't make it. Uh Uh, I I, I have an undefeated team in one league in the morning. I ain't asked about that. that, I don't know who's in that. I mean, who cares? You played against little kids or something. I don't know. (laughs) No, no. I better stop talking shit because I'm going to lose my all right, no, man. I think the Eagles need to find a way to get the ball back, AJ Brown, and then basically find a way to keep defense off the field. That defense is playing 80, 90 snaps a game. You can't keep putting your defense out there that many times. That defense is booty. So let's go to playoffs and say, hey, we need you to go play 85 snaps a day. At some point in time, your defense is going to break. If they break at the wrong time, you're going home. I got you. Speaking of going home. I said Home Alone was my third favorite movie, Christmas movie. What is number two on the list, Brian? What's number two on the list? Home Alone. Home Alone's your number two? All right, all right. Hell yeah. All right, producer, what's your number two Christmas movie? That's so funny because I'm not even even kidding. Mine's Home Alone 2. And I like Home Alone 2. I like the New York. Home Alone 2 might be one of the best sequels out of all the movies except for uh, Star Wars. You know what I mean? It, it might be, you know, I know y'all gonna bring up some Lord of the Rings or some weird shit like that I don't watch. Uh-uh. No offense to people that watch that stuff. Uh-huh. I, I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> yep. I know people love it. I know it's a classic. I just can't. I just, my number two was Miss, with, my, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Uh-huh. Jingle all the way with mm. the Turbo Man. I don't know why, but that jumped me, cracking me up. And so many little hidden storylines in between it. Jingle all the way. Have you seen that, Brian? Yeah. Okay. That was, that's, I, al- I almost put that on my list. Yeah, that's almost. my number two. That's yep. my number two. That's my number two. Speaking of number two. <laughs> speaking of number two. <laughs> that shit don't even match. I tried to blend some shit together. Didn't I want to know, going back to going back to Dallas and the Eagles. This game, Miami at home. And Dallas on the road. They both have the same big time storylines about them, the issues that, that follow both teams. Who is this game more important to? Dallas on the road against a 10 and 4 team, or Miami finally at home against a team that's 10 and 4 like Dallas? More important to Miami because they haven't been a team this year with a winning record. I like it. It's more important to them. 
And if Miami loses this game, and I'm like I said, I already got Dallas winning this. If they lose this game, um, it, they're going to be they they, they play Baltimore next week. They are in serious trouble. It's a must win for them. I just don't see it happening though. I think it's a must win also, and and people keep sleeping on different things. But I'll tell you what, two is still being evaluated. I don't care what nobody says. Two is still being evaluated. Yes. And they better, they better, they better win just like this team right here, Detroit. They better win because if they go on the road and lose to the Vikings, who are seven to seven, and go to ten and five, and now you dropped all the way down to the three or four seed in the playoffs, and you're gonna have to face those Rams in the first round. Who is this bigger for, the Vikings or Detroit? I think it's bigger for Detroit because, like you said, this is basically going to be. The difference between a home game of the three seed or potentially you going home in the first round. I agree, man. Minnesota, I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about Minnesota. I'm not worried about Nick Mullins and the check downs and the 10-yard outs and let's throw, let's throw one downfield. He threw like four yellow balls last week. They could have been picked off if it wasn't for Jordan Anderson and Jettis out there. He would, he would have five interceptions. You right. I'm not worried about Minnesota. You right. You are right on that. But as I got my, my, my Santa Claus Mets hat on, I want to ask about y'all's Christmas spirit meter. Because we all know those guys or those women that you see with everything on, the cars decorated, everybody's doing all this. They got lights everywhere, every stuffed animal everywhere. They got these light things in their yard, everything else. What is your Christmas spirit meter? I'm going to start with me. I'm going to say six because I'm not big on the lights and all that stuff like that. But I'm about the spirit of it. It makes me kind of happy being around it. I enjoy, like, the food. Of course I like the food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, I like the attitude of, of it. I, I know I get it from my mom because it just makes me happy. When I'm out working or I'm somewhere else, it seems like more people are more friendly. I don't know. So I say a six for me. All right, producer, what about you? What's your Christmas spirit meter? I'm at a five. But a five? Uh-oh. Why I'm is that? At, I'm at a five, but... I mostly do it for the kids. Like, usually, if it was just me, if I had no family, no kids, I'd probably hover around a three. Like, you wouldn't put nothing out. Did you put Christmas lights out? I don't have Christmas lights, but I, I, got, I got a Christmas tree up. Yeah, I got, right? we got but, that. Yeah, I keep it at a five for the kids. What about Christmas music? You play any of that? You let it, do you let it be played in the house? I play it, but you I hate play, that shit. But I play a different kind. Oh. I play all the rock. Look, this guy. <laughs> I do. I do. We put up our tree and we didn't play a single like alcohol. Yeah, all the old None classics. Of, no, it all had an electric guitar yeah. to it. Every bit of it had That's an electric guitar to it. What about you, Brian? What's your, what's your spirit eater for Christmas? I'm saying I'm at a five. I'm not like out here wearing Santa Claus. No, no like I said, Santa Claus that's dope. I'm not out here wearing Santa Claus hat. Like you said, I, I seen this one lady uh, yesterday. I was out. Uh, I can't work whatever. And she had like Christmas lights and like grown on her car, and it was all lit up. And she had the Christmas, she had the Santa Claus hat on. It was smiling. And I'm like. It's one day, one, two. That's a fucking same thing. Well, I see, take this shit off your apartment. Dude, I say this every year. I'm like, yo, right after Thanksgiving, I want to get all the Christmas stuff up, lights, do all these things. And I bought the stuff and it's still sitting on my kitchen table. I never even put them up. <laughs> I'm just like, damn. But you know what I'm saying? But you have a tree up, Brian? No, no. 
Yeah, you ain't even got a tree up? Oh, he's less than a five, man. I'm at a five with a tree Yeah, up. you ain't got a tree? That's I got a, a tree. It's, it's one of the tree lit bad boys, though. So, no so what? Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. you got a Christmas tree. You got a tree up. Yeah, yeah, pull it up, that's all. Okay. So here's my question to everybody. Here's my question to figure it out right now. How long are you going to keep your tree up? Past New Year's or before New Year's? Before New Year's. Before New Year's? See, he, he just dropped two of Yo, four. you got to be like a four, son. You ain't no five. Yo, next service, it's, 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 it's got to go. We got to go. Damn. What about you, producer? I'm a five because January 1st it comes down. So you take it down January 1st? Tradition. Shit, January 1st, I'm probably hungover. I can't take down shit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? New Year's Day, what the fuck? I'm, watch, I'm hungover. I'm chilling on the couch watching New Year's Day games. But you know, Kiki, she'll keep hers up till March if yeah. you let her. Hey, and yeah, honestly, much. I said, yo, I'm going to put the lights up. And leave them year round and shit. Yo, my mom for every holiday would keep the shit up all the time. The we go to my mom's house, Christmas tree, everything's yep. still up. The crew like what they'll do, and, and what they do is they'll, they'll keep they'll put them on, on the outside of the house, or whatever. They'll go outside and in a in a in a take the growing off of there and leave the lights on for, for the rest of the year. There you go. And speaking of that, that brings me to my number one Christmas movie, in my opinion. It is National Lampoon's Christmas, uh, whatever. Because yeah. we saw Chevy Chase's house with all the lights and all the shit. Mm-hmm. That's my number one Christmas movie. It used to be Ralphie, you'll shoot your eye out. But as I got older and I'm an old man now, me talking about some little kids shooting his eye out seemed kind of pedophilish. So I had to move him down the list a little bit. But Chevy Chase, National Lampoon's Christmas, that's my favorite Christmas movie. What about you, Brian? Die Hard. Motherfucker, this, yo, this, you did that shit on purpose. You did that shit on purpose. I don't want to hear none of that shit. It's not a Christmas movie, dude. You were joking, right? No, I'm dead serious. Dark Heart is a Christmas movie. Anyway, go ahead, Jared. Go ahead. No, stop talking. No, we don't hear that shit. Nope, nope. It's not a Christmas movie. Just because it happens during Christmas doesn't mean nothing, man. Yippee-ki-yay, mofo. Is it? Hey, the Die Hard series is great. What's your fa- What's your favorite Die Hard movie out of the class? Out of the, the second one. The second one. Which one's the second one? The second one is when uh the dude's brother, the the, 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 the dude he killed in one, his brother comes back. He's supposed to be even more sinister. Who else and, is in the movie? And, uh, and, uh, everybody in the first one was in there. No, that's not the best Die Hard movie. Is that the best Die Hard movie? No. With Samuel Jackson, Die Samuel Hard with a Vengeance, when they doing all the puzzles and doing shit, that's the best. That's the best Die Hard movie with Samuel Jackson in it. Samuel Jackson, in it. that's an argument for another day. Go ahead, producer. What's your number one Christmas? Up, oh, this guy's gonna pull out some weird shit. Watch this. Go ahead. You ready for? Another? This one just came out last year, 2022. It's called Violent Night. That's yeah. the shit I'm talking about. Yes. With the, I've if, seen that one. If you love, I've oh seen it. God. We watched it. John Leguizamo yes. is the bad guy. Oh my gosh, that yes. thing! I that is now a movie that I will Why watch every single Christmas season. It will. It, it has gone up the ladder. Brian, I'll never watch it again. But <laughs> when he, oh, it's good. Yo, it's worth you watching though. Violet Night. Yeah, it's worth. If you, you like blood. 
You watch. So obviously the producer is a very <laughs> violent man, and he likes gruesome type shit. Halloween's my favorite season, which makes me nervous as fuck. What the fuck? Which Halloween? Which Halloween? No, he said the season. It's his favorite season, Halloween. Oh, the season. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I see. There's like three original Halloweens. You got to pick one. <laughs> now, Halloween ain't even a good scary movie, dude. That's not the best Halloween movie, man. I know. You, you like Halloween? Saw two. Saw two. Yo, Brian, I ain't gonna lie. When you were when hey everybody on relatives, hey, I love you. Check us out on YouTube. Oh, it didn't go off. Everybody, <laughs> I tried to get it in real quick. Everybody on Spotify, we appreciate y'all. You got our number one movies. You didn't get our number one edible, though, so check us out on YouTube. We got the producer, Jared. We got Casey's Finest, Brian out here. We're going to cut y'all off on this, but we're going to finish this debate on YouTube. Thank y'all. Appreciate it.